The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and (laughs) inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, yeah, it's the Mr. Nelson Show, uh, episode 271. Yeah, right. And now yeah. that uh, the roof has been repaired, that type. we can actually tape a show without uh, being interfered with. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was really impressed with the, the roof there, Doug. You know, it, it had that aluminum on it, and it could oh, reflect yeah. the sun. That way, you could cut back on using that AC. No. Because uh, use of air conditioning is really harmful in the what? fight and struggle against climate change. Oh, God, here and we go. And, you know, I, you know, I will admit that sometimes I get weak. And uh-huh. I'll, I'll leave the AC on too. Uh, see? Too long. Sometimes, even at night while I'm sleeping. And well, what's wrong with that? No, Red, you should you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. And in well, fact, you not? shouldn't be using it in your truck either. You, you hey, roll down the windows. It. It's fine. You don't need AC. Oh goddamn! That's yeah, just, I That's just right. But fortunately, oh, when God we damn. have these moments of weakness, we can seek redemption. Through Boy, confession. And, and no, not at church. You go to this uh, new website that NBC News made. Oh, God, NBC, nothing but crap. You know, once you, uh, you know, cooked a steak. Uh, yeah. Or, or you had like to uh, Stuff like that. And, well, uh, meat is bad. No, it ain't. It's bad. You shouldn't eat it. And it's killing the planet. I mean, oh, God get says, out. We only have about 11 years left now. Oh, come on oh, now. Yeah, God I, damn, that 12. is such nonsense. Uh, yeah, but now, it, it, there's a consensus of scientists. No, I don't care. Years. No, and, no, and It's just no. closing down. They're running out of this year, so it'll be Oh, right God damn. So, I can't wait to see uh, his face yeah, 11 years from now. Yeah, there's confessions here. And here's one that uh, certainly lines up with what I feel bad about. So, uh, I was, well, I was leaving the air conditioner all year round and justify it to myself by recycling. Oh, now, good that Lord. is great. That's, you see there? You, you get help for tips, too. And that's good for you. Now, these are anonymous. It's understandable because, you know, you know, if Still people do using you, AC, you, though. Oh, my goodness. You'd probably, you'd lose your job. Your, your, your oh, my God. Accounts, everything. And you should. That's but communism. Working hard. 
to to better yourself like this person is, then you know you, you gotta you, you just gotta move on. Uh, it says I do not believe in man-made climate change and do Good. absolutely nothing to prevent it in any Me way, neither. shape, or form. I don't either. Oh my God, this is a terrible, terrible. It's thing. the best this, this one. This is obviously some troll who got in here and said something like, "Well, I salute you, Mister Troll." Uh, but here's the person I fly too much, partially due to work. But on the flip side, I do not own a car. That you see. You see? What? Uh, every little bit helps. And so this person's doing it. They're forced under this capitalist economy. Oh, God damn. They have to utilize flying. Yeah, you're welcome. For, the, for, the, for whatever you're job you're forced to do. Oh, and God And now uh, that forces them to commit sins uh, against nature, really. And, and But here, they refuse to own a car. So they're not. Because they're uh, That's uh, limiting their carbon footprint. Sandal sure wearing, is. granola uh, eating pussy. Next one says, I will use the easiest method of transformation for the distant I am traveling. Oh boy, that's terrible. That's really a bad, bad set. What? Uh, they don't offer any solution either. So this is a. This person is damn lucky this is anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, here's the next one. I travel often to conferences by flying. I think about the emissions and try to justify what, it. What, farting? The plane is going there anyway. Well, I've heard this a lot, and of course it's true. Yep. But unless you're seeking redemption, then I'm afraid that's just not good enough. So once again, thank God it's anonymous. Yeah. I think the climate has always been changing. Oh, God, I'm so sick of hearing that. Well, that's true. And I'm not going to stop eating meat because of cult-like manipulation by the land. Oh, for God's sakes, this, how the hell does this get on here? You are a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, oh, yeah. you're so lucky that this is anonymous. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, oh and, and, and how anonymous is it? Yeah, these people need to be investigated. Oh, oh God, see? Tyranny. They're, they're threatening everyone. Uh, let's see. The next one says, I use way too many products packaged in ridiculous amounts of plastic. Looking for yeah, alternatives. Okay. Up so here's a person who hasn't done any uh, forms of redemption here or penance, but they're looking for the ideas here. And so when you form a community, which is oh, what I think God. NBC News is trying to do here, uh, that would just be glorious. And so they need some help on how to uh, find alternative methods of packaging so that we don't rely on the horrible toxicity. Like what? Paper? They got uh, rid of paper packages. I like packages. the temperature lowered by pl home. So I hey, blast the AC back. in the summer. Damn, make up your oh, mind. No, that's, that's, you know, see, see, it's, it's right. Using so little heat in the winter justifies it somehow. Well, <laughs> hold on a minute. Makes sense. Oh, no, that doesn't quite work. No. Why not? Because the terrible damage you're doing with that air condition in the summer is quite, quite problematic because it's actually adding to the heat. Yeah, you're heating the planet so that you could feel cool in the house. You see how stupid well, yes, you are? Oh, my goodness. So, uh, this is a bad one, too. Not as bad as that troll, but yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to seek penance. You really do. Uh, and the final one here. Uh, Thank God. I use enough Q-tips for a family of eight. Oh, God damn, you can't even use Q-tips? hygiene purposes. Well, boy, I... Don't know. We need to know that uh, for makeup applicate. Well, now you're kind of revealing your. Well, what are you? Oh, wait, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, gotta stick uh, to your rules there, Lefty. Uh, even cleaning. Well, uh, yeah. Q-tips are very 
horrible things, almost as bad as plastic, and some of them have plastic in them. So, yeah, they're really terrible. And, you know, you're not supposed to clean your ears with them. You, you, you what? know that? Yeah, all no. So, uh, yeah, I can understand people using them. Yeah. But we need to seek alternatives. Like really what? Do. And, uh, but, you know, folks, when you go, and I'm sure you all will, nope. and make your confessions, you need to offer an idea of how you can seek redemption through penance. Oh, so come God. on, guys. Let's get some tips going. Good Lord, here's my tip. Forget that. Yeah. Goddamn, uh, next thing they'll be telling you, you can't wipe your ass no more. Well, now, toilet paper can be a bit God problematic. Damn, see? What? God, make the whole world Oh, oh. Yeah, just like San Francisco. Oh, now that's low. Low. And it's true. Yes, climate change is a new secular religion. Oh, oh stop it. Or you can confess your sins to the goddess. Hell no. What? Yeah. Oh, no. And uh, remember, if you want to save the planet, you got to vote Democrat. Because yes. every time you vote Republican... The planet dies. Yes. Oh, God. No. That's right. Better hurry because we have a little more than a decade left. Uh, yeah. yeah. To save the planet. Right. From no. a climate that just keeps changing. Yes. Because apparently it's not supposed to change despite no, it having isn't. changed what? for, you know, four billion years. But what? it's supposed no. to suddenly stop. I, no. I don't know what the metrics are on no. that, but no, you don't that know. apparently is the yeah. It is. Yeah, well, at least global warming had the greenhouse effect theory what? behind it. Yeah. Uh where climate change just What? <laughs> it's just whatever. Any kind of disaster that happens, well, uh, shouldn't it's have voted Republican. Ice cap is yeah. melting. Not the southern one. Oh well. Uh today is Batman Day, and that's what? the important thing. No! And uh in order to celebrate that, I uh instead of doing another night night thing, I brought in a character who almost was the Batman parody character I was going to use. Well, what happened? I went with Night-Night instead, and that was Bugman. Um, Bugman ultimately became kind of a, a mixture, uh, which kind of is what the uh, character was. Uh, the, there's a character called the Blue Beetle, uh, the second version. There were th there's been three Blue Beetles over the decades, and um, there was even an old radio show, the original one. I might have to get into that for this show. But anyway, uh, the second one was kind of a combination of Spider-Man and Batman. And so I just took that and went with it. And uh, he has a, he's Bugman. He has a Bugmobile, which is a Volkswagen Beetle, <laughs> stuff like that. But I went into it and actually gave him some actual bug-like powers, stuff like that. So it gets more distant from Batman um, on its own and stuff like that. He has the habit of doing his uh, sort of cicada sound, I guess. I don't know the sonic sound. Uh, and there, there's very little of that in this where I basically took the first Batman comic book story from Detective Comics 27, where uh, it was the first time Batman appeared with all the uh, swiped artwork that Bob Kane did. <laughs> she stole it from Hal Foster <laughs> and the like. Uh, but anyway... The legend of Batman was born. And so I basically did a parody of that first story. And uh, that'll be your entertainment for this show. I do have another episode of Baron Void. But uh, to make room for a bug man and on this special Batman day, uh, I decided to just go ahead with the bug man story. So we'll do that. And uh, yeah, and we'll take a little break and come back with bug man. <laughs>
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Tonight, I have a new report for you. A most important one, too. Because when you're asked to try a cigarette, you want to know and you ought to know what that cigarette is meant to people who smoke it all the time. After a full year of observation, a medical specialist who has given a group of Chesterfield smokers thorough examinations every two months for the full year reports no adverse effects to their nose, throat, or sinuses from smoking Chesterfield. More and more men and women all over the country are finding out every day that Chesterfield is best for them. Enjoy your smoking. Try Chesterfields today. They're best for you. Much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's MrNelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. Oh, wowee, what's this? It's an old sci-fi classic. Oh, man, it must be cool and great, huh? No, I meant classic in the sense that it's classic cinema crap. Oh, well, don't worry, because I'll be there to narrate you through the entire film with my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects. Ah, <laughs> oh, gee, great! The film stars actor Peter Graves. You might remember him from the TV series Mission Impossible and as the creepy boy-hungry pilot on the movie Air. Plane. No, doesn't ring a bell. That's okay. Yes, Peter Graves stars as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. But the title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man and his death is kind of an accident. Anyway, after all that, they show Peter a bunch of films of bugs. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Oh, man, I can't stand it any longer. Where can I get my hands on this? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and other films that I've graced with my brutal sound effects and witty commentary. <laughs> so head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Head over and download Killers from Space today for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! Yes, yes it is. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Captain America caught trying to burglarize property. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A man wearing a Captain America costume was arrested for burglary after a Mississippi homeowner caught the phony superhero breaking into a shed on his property. David Hobbs, 36, was arrested as he allegedly tried to use a pipe to break into a shed at the rear of a residence in the city of Clarksdale. 
Hobbs was thwarted when an alarm alerted the homeowner to the attempted 3 a.m. burglary. The victim held Hobbs at gunpoint until police arrived. I guess his Captain America shield wasn't bulletproof after all. For some unknown reason, Hobbs was wearing a Captain America costume, complete with mask. His outfit also included fairy wings. Uh-huh. Oh, that'll be popular in the joint. Anyway, Hobbs, out of his costume, is locked up in the Cahoma County Jail on $25,000 bond. At press time, no comment yet from Iron Man or the other Avengers. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Great displays of vanity, Night Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh, look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, Bobo, damn it. Anyway, folks... If you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Bugman, a mysterious adventurous figure fighting for righteousness and apprehending the wrongdoers in his lone battle against evil. Yet, his identity remains unknown. Our story begins in the office of Police Captain Harry Thighs, who at the moment is entertaining his friend Bob Finger, the billionaire owner of finger pesticide and pest control. <laughs> you know, Bob, I, I wish we could get rid of the criminal element as efficiently as your company does our rat and roach problem around here. <laughs> oh, hold on there, Harry. If people caught you saying stuff like that, they might assume you're racist. Huh? <laughs> well, Bob, I, uh, I didn't specify any particular race. Uh, oh, well, I, <laughs> I, I didn't mean I, I, Hang on a minute, Stefan. Captain Thighs here. What? You don't say. All right, uh, secure the crime scene, and uh, I'll be right over there. Hey, Bob, get a load of this one. Oh? Seems old man Orville Slambutt, you know, the guy, one of the owners of Acme Chemical. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just been found dead. What? Apparently stabbed to death with his, uh, longtime companion's fingerprints all over the murder weapon. Good Lord. Want to tag along as I go assess a real crime scene? Well, uh, I must admit I'm intrigued, so sure, why not? And soon, Captain Harry Thighs and Bob Finger rush over to the Slam Butt property. All right, Sergeant, what's the situation? Uh, well, sir, uh, we secured the crime scene as per your instructions. 
Oh, well, as you can see, the, the, the body of Slam Butt is on the floor of his study, while uh, his longtime companion, uh, Richard Packer, is uh, in the kitchen. Good Lord. Uh, you know, Harry, you, uh, well, you didn't tell me that uh, Slam Butt was stabbed in the butt. Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, take a look. He was stabbed in the butt. Ugh. Anyway, let's go talk to Packer. Say, Packer, it's not looking good for you. We've got a dead man. It appears your fingerprints are on the murder weapon. Well, I, I, I didn't do it. I, I, I mean, that's, I would never hurt him. I, you know, I, well, you know. We've done some things, uh, but no, no, I would never go that far. No. All right, all right. I don't need <laughs> details like that. I just need well, to hear your story, Packer. Oh, uh, well, I, I came home and I was passing by the study when I, I heard a groan. I, I, I rushed in and I, I saw Orville on the floor with that, that shaft protruding from his rectum. I I, oh, and I I couldn't help but get the feeling that something oh. something leaped out the window. I couldn't quite see. It was like out the corner of my eye or something. But I I, I rushed to, to Orville's side as he breathed his last. And he, he said something about, a I don't know, a contract, I believe. And at that moment, I noticed the, the safe was open. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and he died. I pulled the shaft out, and Ew. that's how my fingerprints ended up on it, that broken piece of a broomstick. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I, I think I'm going to be sick. Well, Becky, that story is stupid enough to be believable. Say, you know, if... Uh, Slam Butt had any uh, enemies, especially those with knowledge of his business activities. Well, no, I mean, I, 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 the only ones who would know most of the details would, would be his business partners. Uh, that being Peter Kane, uh, uh, Roger Johnson, and Dick Stroker. Captain Dice. Captain Dice. Uh, yeah, what? Some guy just called the house. Says his name is Peter Kane, and that he wanted to talk to Orville Slambutt. When we told him what happened, he got all upset and said he wanted to speak to you immediately. All right. Hand me the phone. Captain Dice, vegan. Uh, yes, uh, Captain Dice. Uh, yesterday I spoke with, with Slam Butt. Uh, he told me of receiving a threat on his life uh, from a note signed the Menagerie. And I just received a letter uh, saying the same. It's signed by the same group, I believe. I, 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 what do I do? All right, Kane, just stay put and sit tight. And don't answer the door to anybody but us. We're on our way. Ah, uh, Harry, I think I'm just gonna head home. I've had enough of murder scenes. All right, bub, see you later. All right, boys, let's head over to this Peter Kane's place. But at that moment across town, at the home of Peter Kane, someone else is already paying him a visit. 
a strange, gun-wielding man wearing what appears to be a monkey mask. <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> Shut up. Open it safe. Open it now. You know what's good for okay. you. Okay. Okay. Hurry it up. Now. Hand me the acne papers. There, there you go. Yeah, here we go. Good. All in order. You leave now? Hey, fatty. <laughs> You know what's wrong with you? What? You make too much noise. Oh, Let me uh, fix that for you. What? What? what no, 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 no! What's <laughs> <laughs> that noise? Who the hell are you? I'm the Scarlet Wait a minute, Scarab. I know who you are. You're Bugman! No, no, I'm the Scarlet Yeah, I don't Scarab. care what you call yourself, because you're going to soon be called Dead Man once I put some slugs in that fat gut of yours. Suddenly, our hero, clad in red tights and black cape and mask, leaps behind a nearby sofa while tossing a small grenade in the direction of our monkey masked murderer. What the hell? Uh, yes! <coughs> so much for the spanked monkey's uncle. Paperwork of the Chemical Company. Yes, yes, this is going exactly where I thought it was, so I'll be off on. Oh, hey, what oh, the hell's going on here? Give him dice, it's Bugman! No, no, I'm the Scarlet Hands in the air, Bugman, and stay right where you are! Suddenly, Bugman leaps out the window, landing down below on the top of what appears to be a red and black Volkswagen Beetle. But once inside, it's no ordinary Volkswagen Beetle, as it appears Bugman is able to make the car soar through the skies. Captain Thice, what the hell was that about? I don't know, Sergeant, but it appears we got a new suspect in these murders. Yeah, but what's with the monkey guy? Monkey guy? Meanwhile, across town at the Acme Chemical Factory properties, we find Roger Johnson approaching said property and trying to gain entry to the main office building. Open this door! Open this door, Stoker! I know you're in there! Shut your mouth, fool! What? Who, who are you? To welcome me, committee. Come on, Leo. Let's welcome this fool's ears. Suddenly, Roger Johnson finds himself accosted and severely beaten by two men in animal masks, one an elephant and the other a lion, as they are both members of the criminal gang known as the Menagerie. Later, Johnson awakens inside the Acme Chemical Laboratory floor. Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Stroker! So it was you all along, I, I knew it! Because, well, everyone else was dead, and I knew it wasn't me, so... Oh, you're trying to wipe us all out so you can take control of the company! This is outrageous, Johnson. It won't work! Oh, if I'm gone, then you're the only one left. Everyone will figure it out. Nothing doing. I'm going to have my friends here torture you until you're willing to sign the confession that you were behind the what? murders. And then you're going to die in a no. chemical fire accident, as I have several volatile chemicals in this office. Oh. One false move and the whole place goes up, so Stroker, no. get ready to sign that confession. No matter what you do, I'll never sign it. Oh yeah, you will. No. I'm about ready to cut your fingers off right what? now. Yeah. 
Here, give me that hand. Uh, if you cut my fingers off, how am I supposed to sign a confession? Oh, shit, this. Damn, that's a good point. But you know, cutting fingers is the only kind of torture I know how to do. What? Man, I'm really stumped now. Right, right, but we'll try some toes or something. Wait, wait, wait. What? What's that noise? Suddenly, the bugmobile smashes through the offices, inadvertently setting off the volatile chemicals into a massive explosion. Good lord. The whole place was set to explode. Flames everywhere. Fortunately, I'm safe inside the bugmobile. But, it appears, my deductive of reasoning can safely assume that Dick Stroker was indeed the ringleader of this whole murderous plot, as Roger Johnson appears to be bound and helpless and on fire on the floor. No, on fire on the floor! I gotta save him! Hang on! Hang on! Give me your hand! I'm tired! Let me get you... Oh, oh, geez, you're hot! Oh, God! Let me get you in here! Let me patch you down! Oh, in the back seat there. Try not to bleed on anything. Help me! Help me! I, I, I'm going to fall in that mask. I, I give up. I, I bleed. Obviously, a member of the Menagerie me. Gang and the culprit behind all this mess. Me. Sorry, oh, pal. No, I'm falling. It sucks to be you, Dumbo. Good lord! He fell into that scalding vat of acid. Holy crap! This elephant mask is melting to his face down there. Ooh, he's going under. Well, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> A fitting end for his kind. The next day, Captain Harry Thighs recounts the whole ordeal to his good friend, Bob Finger. So anyway, the case is somewhat complicated by the interference of this costumed vigilante Bugman, who violated several laws doing all this. Bugman? I'd heard his name was the Scarlet Scarab. What? Where'd you hear that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, listen, Harry, uh, <laughs> just think about it. I mean, uh, didn't this guy deliver the kind of justice you wanted to be bestowed on the criminal element in much the same manner I take care of your rat and roach problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me there, Bob. I gotta get back to work. Talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Bob's a good egg. It's uh, too bad he's a bit of a pussy at crime sins, but I guess dead rats and roaches are one thing, but dead people is quite another. Perhaps Captain Harry Thighs would be shocked if he could see his friend Bob Finger now emerge from his own bathroom clad in the Bugman costume because Peter Bob Finger, owner of Finger Pesticide and Pest Control, is in reality Bugman, or Scarlet Scarab, but no one calls him that, so he's Bugman! Bugman was written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music came courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. So, there you have it, Bugman! Obviously, I took quite a few liberties from the Batman story. <laughs> Can you tell which one? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I had fun doing it, so uh, I may just do some more Bugman here and there. Why not? Yeah, oh, and he has a sidekick, too, so that'll... Now, I'll have to do one of those with his sidekick, so there you go. All right, before I leave you... 
a bit of sad news came along. I do believe I've covered this on the Nelson show uh, about how disgusted I am with the state of Star Trek uh, these days and uh, with the uh, Star Trek Discovery series, which, uh, you know, uh, was spectacular to watch in form of its special effects. But that was it. Just talk about icing and no cake. Uh, it was terrible. And, of course, the absolute ruthless means by which trying to defend it by declaring anybody who had any criticism of the show of being a racist, a misogynist, so on and so forth, um, which is commonplace now, for whether it's Star Wars or the superhero movies, whatever. And uh, Star Trek was no different in that case. But in the case of Star Trek, it became fairly obvious that uh, a lot of the premise of the show was stolen top to bottom from a guy developing an online video game called Tardigrades. Uh, if you knew the plot of the Star Trek Discovery where they made use of a uh, giant Tardigrade uh, that helped them, uh, which, why, I don't know, but uh, to flip the ship between stars and all this sort of thing. But anyway, uh, the plot, even the cast lineup and everything was stolen from this guy's idea that he had published before Star Trek Discovery got underway, before there was even a twinkle in CBS's All Access's Eye, and it was blatantly obvious in following the case where they even made admissions through it, but nevertheless, ultimately, the case was uh, dismissed just, I, just this week, I believe. I'm not sure the exact date. And uh, the, the man who did the, the game, his name is... Uh, Anas Abdeen, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I've heard it pronounced that way, but I'm not exactly certain. Uh, but anyway, he, uh, he developed, it was a sad story. His father had passed away while this was going on. You know, and, and just, it's a long, long, drawn-out story. For the better uh, uh, following and covering of this story, uh, you need to look at Gary Beekler's Nerd Roddick uh, YouTube channel. I've had him on the show once. And uh, he uh, really uh, put a lot of support behind the case. And I was hoping <laughs> for some amount of uh, justice for this poor man who was maligned and, uh, and, and stolen from, uh, flat out. I mean, I, I've seen him lay out his case. I just don't see any other means by which you can look at that and call it frivolous or what have you. Because there's a lot of cases that movie studios and TV shows and whatnot, uh, this goes on. And sometimes it is frivolous. They'll make a claim, you know, uh, over uh, uh, one aspect of a story where the rest of it just doesn't fit at all. But this has happened before. Probably most famously was that uh, Deep Space Nine was pretty much a ripoff of uh, Straczynski's Babylon 5. He had submitted Babylon 5 as a Star Trek story. They passed on it. And then all of a sudden, here comes Deep Space Nine, which is very similar. So uh, this sort of thing goes on quite a bit. And uh, but to do it to this man and from such uh, a, a crew of absolute assholes <laughs> from the bad robot team. And I, you know, I, I was one fooled by them in the past. I thought this was a, a quite a almost a think tank of talent uh, that could produce stories. But here, uh, whatever they had is gone and they seem to just be moving from one property to the next uh, draining what it has and then moving on to something else. So uh, people say, hey, J.J. Abrams' crew is great. Look what they did for Star Trek. Well, <laughs> not anyway. he got one good movie out of it. I will say that that first movie is really good. 
And the second one is absolute trash. And the third one is just sort of, nah. and then that was the end of it. Uh, the, the TV series was just, there's nothing there. It's just, you know, little moments here and there, but oh God, it's terrible. Meanwhile, Star Wars, which is not entirely JJ Abrams fault, but boy, did he get that off the ground with his, you know, rip off ideas and stuff. And then God last Jedi. Oh, that's another story, but the same pattern follows of accusing anyone who criticizes you being racist, misogynist, what have you. And that seems to come out of that camp as well, you know, but it's, it's mostly that's Los Angeles for you, I guess. And, uh, so yeah, not so I intended to watch the Picard Star Trek series. And, uh, and that's another one that got stolen And this one in this time, uh, it got stolen from Brian Fuller. Yeah. <laughs> it just, flat out stole it from him um but um yeah i i don't know that i can i just i mean it's too much because it's bad enough uh one thing to be incompetent and kind of stupid uh compounding that by accusing people of being racist and what have you and then now you you flat out steal from somebody and you use your connections political muscle and money to to destroy this man you know uh to to, to destroy his name you know, and uh, these are really, really bad people. They're not just incompetent. They're bad people. And it's sad. It's a terrible, terrible thing. And um, so uh, let's look forward to the Orville. huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, all uh, uh, respect and apology. And uh, well, apology. I can't apologize. Uh, I don't know how to put it. What condolences, I suppose, for the case. Uh, to Mr. Abdeen, because it's really sad. I wished he had uh, it, it had worked out for him, but I tell you, boy, uh, the judiciary just you know, there's no consequences for shabby rulings. <laughs> it just isn't. So hopefully uh, there can be an appeal, but I just don't know if he was if he wants to keep going on with that because uh, he, he's just one guy, and uh, it takes a lot out of you, and you're up against uh, a giant uh, um, you know corporation like CBS. So. So that's, uh, it's just too bad, you know? All right. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Mr. Nelson. We'll do it again next time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. What are you going to do? Have a little take-up tape with Seaman Johnson. Johnson.